You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. Hello, I am back in the studio. I thought it had been a couple of weeks of like rushed something and then I saw and I have not posted an episode in over a month, so I'm so sorry. You just, you know, at the same excuse as always, life's been crazy. It actually has been crazy. Um, For the past four years, five years, Baby Sleep Answers has been run by Joe and I. And then this summer, I was like, I need something different. I'm burning out. I'm just not, you know, I don't like selling a course all the time. And so I told Joe, um, I want you to follow passion. I want it to be about you now. We've been, you know, prioritizing my business. And I said, get a job. (laughs) Please find something that you love. Um... And that just kind of changes our whole dynamic. And so he did. And now he's working. He's He used to be a teacher like me. And now, and he's always been super passionate about curriculum development. And so he found this awesome job that he's doing now, um, doing curriculum development for a company. And he's really excited about it. He's loving it. And it's super, still super flexible. It's like stay at home, remote as whatever, kind of his hours. And so it's not as intense as if it was like, okay, bye, see you. I won't see you for 10 hours a day like when he was an actual teacher, but it's still, it's been quite the adjustment because now he's working eight hours a day and now I have the kids for those eight hours and I've had to kind of rewire my whole life to make sure I get time to work. Um, And, you know, I've changed my whole coaching system as well. I used to take one one week or two week um, clients and now I'm just doing an awesome one month long intensive holistic and tech support coaching program. Let me know if you want to know about it, just DMS or whatever. Um, and it's going so well. I'm working with six families right now and I'm loving it so much. I get text messages in the morning like, Andrea, that was the best night of my life. Or even like, nope, Andrea, that didn't work. Tell me what to do. And I love knowing that I can just be like, okay, try this wake window, this wake window and explaining it to them and being like, okay, it didn't work because of this and this. Um, I'm really, I'm really enjoying it. I used to do one-on-ones and then I burned out but it was much less time. And now that it's a full month, I feel like I can really do it, sleep the way I want to, because the way I like to approach sleep is to make sure all bases are covered, make sure baby is definitely not overtired or undertired, which obviously is the title of this podcast episode. Um, And then when we have the exact, exact needs of baby, then we sleep train and the sleep training is like, bam, it happens super quick. So that's how I like to deal with sleep. And it's a lot easier when I'm doing it slowly at baby's own time in a month long program instead of just, okay, we need to be sleeping by two weeks and let's see what we do. And just, I don't know, it was stressful. Anyways, all of that to say, sorry, I have not had a podcast in over a month. I just checked the time and that was three whole minutes. I thought it was going to be like 15 seconds. Um, But you know me, I like to talk and I want to get going. I go. So anyways, the topic of this episode is not my life changes and Joe's awesome uh, career choice. It's overtired versus undertired. So many times the emails that we get is, how do I know if my baby's overtired or undertired? It's so often that I'm like, I don't know why I've never actually done a, like a blog post or anything specific on it because it's just such a question that comes up because over and under looks so similar, like a crying baby at bedtime or a crying baby at nap time. And so I want to talk a little bit about the differences between what is overtired and what is undertired. This year and the last, I've gotten really into actually knowing the specific research and science behind all of sleep uh, and baby sleep. And so very excited to talk about under and overtired now. So, okay. So what is undertiredness? Undertiredness 
means baby did not build up enough sleep pressure, which in scientific word, in a scientific sense, is baby's brain did not release enough adenosine. Adenosine is what the brain releases and it makes you feel sleepy. As I slurp my coffee down because I'm tired, what coffee does, what caffeine does, it stops you know, the reception of adenosine, like we don't feel the adenosine as much. It's still building up, but we don't feel it. And so that's why that cup of coffee hits you. It doesn't give you energy, kind of like an energy drink would, but it does stop. I mean, it also does, but main thing with adenosine is it stops your body like reacting to the adenosine. But anyways, babies have to build up enough sleep, enough adenosine. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm so much Anyways, babies have to build up enough adenosine so that they can fall asleep and stay asleep for a good long amount. Every amount is different for every baby. Obviously, if you're talking at a four-month nap, it might be two hours. A one-year-old's nap might be just an hour and a half. If you're talking about four months sleep, you wouldn't want at least eight hours, right? And so you need to build enough adenosine for that. When we say someone's undertired is that they didn't have enough adenosine. How do we build up adenosine? Basically, by being awake, by moving, by just being right and so that's when wake windows come in wake windows help you build that up so that you have enough sleep pressure to fall asleep and stay asleep most of my five-month-old clients they're like um i'm trying not to say the word like as much too but most five-month-old clients will come and mom's like we're still on our 45 wake window but then he takes okay naps but he doesn't make it to bedtime and I say we need a stretch we need to give him more sleep pressure most babies that I work with at five-month-olds that are not sleeping well just need that push to get to 215 of a wake window and then they have a good nap and then they finally sleep all night but it's not an easy transition because they want to sleep when they're used to it but they're not building up that adenosine they're not building up that sleep pressure to stay asleep now that's what undertired means they just not it was not not really just not tired enough because they could be tired but if you don't have that sleep pressure you can't fall asleep it's kind of it's kind of like insomnia when you're pregnant <laughs> or insomnia anytime if you take a nap during the day you kill your adenosine and then in the middle of the night you didn't have enough adenosine to you know bridge you through the night and you're exhausted, you just want to sleep, you're, you're going crazy. But if you don't have that adenosine to help you stay asleep, you're just not going to. That's what undertiredness is. Now, what is overtired? Overtired is not, you know, people, you might think that under and over are the equal opposite of each other, but they're not. You can be undertired and overtired at the same time. Um, maybe we should have different names for them. But what overtired means, overtired is just like a state of being that, you know, the sleep baby world has created the word denoting that baby is creating hormones to stay awake once their wake limit has ended right so maybe they're built they're creating a lot of adrenaline and cortisol the hormone that helps you keep stay awake because their body has gone into their second wind and so they can't fall asleep and stay asleep it also releases more cortisol throughout the night and you know as you're asleep in the night, as a baby's asleep through the night, they are creating little tiny bits of cortisol to build up enough cortisol to match up when they have to wake up in the morning so they can be awake and optimally awake, right? But if you have an influx of cortisol at the beginning of the night, it's going to build up earlier. So that's why we get, you know, wake ups at 2 a.m. Um, or wake ups at 5 a.m. and then they don't go back to sleep because that cortisol that wakes you up has built up enough. So that is why we want to avoid overtired. But it's kind of tricky to know unless you know very, very specifics um, of your baby's sleep needs if they're over or undertired. So that was the science bit of it. Now I want to talk about just more the practical sense of it. Practically speaking, just kind of know your baby's age, 
wake windows, right? So if you have a nine month old, just know that it's around three in the morning, around 3.15 middle of the day. And before bedtime, you're probably going to be looking at three and a half hours. And so once you know that, and you can have my wake windows, um, just go to babysleepanswers.com slash podcast. We got a ton of freebies. Once you have that knowledge, it's going to be a little easier because you're trying to put him down at two hours and you're like, wait, no, he needed at least three hours and a half. Then you're going to know, okay, probably undertired. Um, I'm obviously simplifying it because it's not always the difference of a whole hour. It sometimes it's just five or 10 minutes, depending on your baby. But one thing that you can do, just know their average wake windows and base it on that. Then we're going to want to know how they're waking up because a lot of false starts, for example, are can be caused by both over or under tired. But usually an undertired false start is baby wakes up and is just like ready to play and they're in a good mood. They're not like hyperly happy and they're definitely not like screamingly angry. They're just like, okay, cool, I rested. Uh, what are we doing next? Whereas an overtired false start at bedtime will be an angry baby just screaming and very unhappy because of all that cortisol that they're dealing with. As far as naps go, when they won't fall asleep and you're trying to figure out if they're under or over, there's not really an answer that's going to satisfy you. (laughs) So I'll just say this one, just try different times. If you're trying at two hours, let's say you have a four-month-old and you're trying at two hours and they continuously fight it and you don't know if it's under or over, well, the next day try hour 45 and see what happens. Next day try 2.15 and see what happens. Because it's not always easy. Sometimes it is. If baby's fighting it and like giggling and looking at you like, what are you doing? I'm not even tired. It's going to be easy to know that they're undertired. But if they're looking at you and they're crying and they're like reaching for you, it's hard to know if that's because they're like, why are we in here? I'm not tired enough. Or why weren't we here half an hour ago? I'm exhausted. So for that, you're just going to have to play around with it a little bit. But that is all. That is my main thing about how to know if they're under overtired. One cool thing, I'll give you a little trick that's in my troubleshooting guide for babies that are on two naps, especially, or babies that usually take long naps. If they take a short nap, there's a little trick to know if it's under or overtired. If the nap was like 30 minutes or less, overtired. Baby was too, not stressed out, but had too much cortisol to finish a sleep cycle, which is about 45, 50 minutes. But if the nap was shorter than usual and it's like 45, 50 minutes, that means baby was undertired. Baby didn't have enough sleep pressure to finish a sleep cycle and connect to a second sleep cycle. So there's your little tip for the day for naps. I hope this is helpful. I hope this helps you sleep all night. But of course, if it doesn't, just check us out, babysleepanswers.com slash podcast, get all of our freebies. And if you are interested in working me one-on-one for a month, I do have openings for November. So make sure you send me a DM on Instagram at babysleepanswers or an email. I would love to help you get more sleep. Have a great night.